and welcome to the Hazelnuts. Hey, everybody. It's great to be back on show number eight, isn't it, Deb? Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Before we really get into the show, is there a question that you'd like to ask? Where did they ever get that phrase, cool beans, anyway? I don't know. Do you think we will ever know? Does it really matter? All this and more and many other pondering questions as we launch into show number eight. Coming up next. Well, it's really cool beans to see you again. And it's cool beans to see you and you all as well. Welcome to uh, another episode and uh, we want to welcome you into our homes. How sweet That's that is. That's right. How uh, sweet. It is. Sweet. It's not sweet pea unless you have... Uh, beans made out of peas or peas made out of beans or something. <laughs> now, aren't beans technically a legume? Yes, they are. Legumes. L-E-G-U-M-E-S. Yeah. Legumes. Okay, legumes. Yes, some people call them lagoons or legumes. I think it's M-E-S. L- well, I want to talk about a legume then that I had. I had a bag of peas that were lightly fried. Hmm. in uh, saffron oil. Okay. And they were lightly salted, and they were fat like a corn curl, but they were a snap pea pod. Oh, yum. Those and are, they, yeah, I like those pea pods. They were delicious. Mm. So, well, I might like peas like that. I think you'd like them then. I might like them. I, li- I might like them. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like peas by themselves, like without their pods. You know what I mean? That's you know that that's so weird. I don't either. Yeah, I like pea soup though. I that's do too. Okay, but yep. peas by themselves, oh God, no. I mean, I'll eat them if I have to, and if they're in things. But you know, I don't like them. Welcome to the Bean Show. The Bean Show, and where do people get that phrase, sweet pea? What what is sweet about peas? Oh, it's named after me. They are named after <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, but you're the big R. <laughs> yeah. Well, since people that are listening to it have a visual issues, that could be RP then. RP. <laughs> <laughs> <Big> R-P. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a stretch, wasn't it? That was great. Uh, yeah. That was really great. Mm-hmm. Or we could have PR, the big purr. (laughs) 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 Show's canceled. (laughs) No, it's not. We would like to tell you guys that we are officially Apple approved. Yay! How exciting. It is exciting. What do we mean by that? Search for us. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and type in cooking with the hazelnuts and... Get us. See what you get. <laughs> Hope your computer doesn't blow up or something. <laughs> well, their phones. Or your phones. Or tablets. But or... when we give the when we give it to people who want it manually, we can still give it with that same address that we were giving, right? Right. I mean, it's oh, yeah. absolutely. We don't have to give that long thing that they sent. Good grief. Oh no, it's way easier, guys, if you just do a. <laughs> Cooking with the Hazelnut search on your favorite aggregator. And I'm working on a good spot to put in there for it. Ooh. And I've, I've got one all almost almost done. So oh. I'm going to put it right here where you guys can oh. hear it and love it. Wait a minute, but we're not saying right here. Because I just told another broadcaster <laughs> to take that out of somebody's promo. Well, right here being... Well, they're listening, so it is right here. <laughs> 
You'll hear that. Let's talk about some beans, what you can do with them. You, you know what you can do with your beans. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you what you can do with them. I bet you'd like to tell us what you can do with them. <laughs> Suggestive. <laughs> Oh, I know. And that little teeny weenie beanie brat, little teeny brat was teeny beanie brat was bad last week. Oh, yeah, she was. She, she, uh, oh, she's got something else up her sleeve. She got uh, yelled at uh, last week. Last week. Yeah, she did. Oh, my. She did. Because I thought she was just going to, you know, say a few words. And not go any further with it, but I think somebody put her up to it. Well, I had to censor that out of there. You notice that, you know? No, yeah, but yeah, yeah but hmm, yeah, it was uh, sort of put back in there without me knowing it. Mm. <laughs> I can't imagine I'm how that happened. I don't, can't either. <laughs> oh well, here's what you can do with beans. <laughs> you can yeah. bake them. Yes, you can. S- Steam them. You can. What are you doing over <laughs> there? <laughs> Sounds like you're taking a bath. I know. <laughs> I'm making tea. I'm getting hot water. Listen to this. <laughs> wow. I was going to get it through the Keurig, but now I'm getting it through the water cooler, even though it's boiling water. Well, let's see. What else can you do? You can, um, you can refry them. Yes, you can refry them. You can. Uh, yeah. You can string them. <laughs> string them, and you can French cut them. And you can snap them. Yes, you can snap them. That is very good. Yeah. yeah. You can make soup with them. Lots of soups. Boy, can you ever. You can make dip with them. Bean dip, one of my favorites. Oh, yes, and you can make salad. Lots of salads. Oh. You can roast with them. Yeah, you can. And... They're one of nature's really good foods. They uh, they aid in all kinds of health benefits. Yes, they do. As you, as you aptly said near the end of last week's show, that they're good for your heart. <laughs> I said that, didn't I? Yes, you did. And they are. They are very good. <laughs> now, I want to give you a little bit of a thing that I've heard about beans, and that is, uh, let's just say a lot of America, or a lot of people in general, tend to use a lot of canned beans. They sort of lost the art of dried beans. Mm-hmm. Dried beans, I think, are great. Canned beans, if you eat a lot of canned beans... You'll turn into a can. <laughs> <clears throat> well, they recommend to get rid of all the... Wash them in a colander, get rid of all the salt, because there's so much <clears throat> salt that's added into canned beans. And it has really made me become paranoid of all the salt that's that's in the cans. And I don't like canned beans nearly like I like dried beans. It is true. However, for my, my demo of hummus that I am going to include here, I often do get dried beans, but sometimes I get canned. And this time I did. I'm right along and with one, you. Mm-hmm. One reason I did was because I know that a lot of our listeners are probably going to want the easier way. Some, I got Han, the Hanover brand. Oh, I love um, Hanover beans. Yeah, I okay. do. Yeah. And so I did, and I don't always get rid of all the liquid for mm-hmm. two reasons. Um, Flavor. One, I read recently in the Bulletproof Diet book that we have been fed quite a line of 
about salt and that we really do need um, more salt than we're led to believe and that salt is not the big enemy and salt is not the same as sodium and that we we need more of it than we think we do. And though, though he really recommends, this is David Asprey, A-S-P-R-E-Y, he really recommends that we use um, sea salt or what I love is Himalayan salt. Um, but, um, and I didn't even think about the salt in the beans. They don't taste salty to me, but there's mm-hmm. salt even in chocolate pudding, I mm-hmm. heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, I, I sometimes either empty all the liquid and then just, I want to add liquid to these beans when I make them. So um, sometimes I use the, the liquid in the can. Sometimes I just use some water. And um, I don't know what which way I will do it. I mean, typically I just I just do what comes to mind. But I generally I agree with you totally. I love dried beans, and I love making um, hummus from scratch with dried beans. And I also love hummus made with either beans, either the canned or the dried. I haven't made it with the <clears throat> dried, honestly. Let's face it: when I want hummus, I want to eat it. Yeah. I honestly have, I don't think ever made it with dried. I want hummus among us. (laughs) I want hummus now. Yeah. Now, this is really interesting because that means I can go back to licking off my salt lick then. Yeah. Go out my backyard and just, you know, lick away. (laughs) Lick away. (laughs) Now, I love baked beans and I really love to make them from scratch. Oh, yes. And I have. But I've also liked um, the Bush brand of beans, and mm. I'm not fond of mu- many other bushes except for the ones that grow outside. And um, <laughs> my alert, are alert. <laughs> And I like the B and M brand, oh, which is strange—a weird. strange name of a brand for what the joke, the big joke, mm-hmm. is about beans. But um, and I've also used black beans, but again. I prefer to cook dried black beans. I really do. I love, oh, God, I love black beans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same here. Now, there's another kind of beans. As long as we're talking about brands of beans like Hanover and B&M and some of the mm-hmm. others, uh, there's one that I like exceptionally well. For a baked type of bean, they're a frozen bean, not in a can, but they're oh. called Captain Ken's Firehouse Beans. Oh, I'd never heard of them. And hmm. they come in a little, like a card... Uh, oh, like a cardboard type of uh, tray that people oh. buy now instead of tin foil. You know, it's like cardboard like uh-huh. stuff. But, yeah. but, but edit <laughs> Card- <laughs> cardboard. <laughs> Let me try that again. <clears throat> so they're in this little cardboard tray, <clears throat> so you can microwave yeah. them. I prefer though, even though they say you can microwave them, I put them, like to put them in the oven. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I do too. Now, yeah. Captain Ken's beans are very small, slightly on the sweeter side of a bean, but they're a smaller mm. bean, and are they ever delicious? Oh, does that sound good? You should oh. give those a try. Are they spicy or are they? They're are they... very mild, sweet, smoky, oh. and small. They're it smoky. really interesting hmm. bean. Hmm. I'll have to look for them. Yeah. Oh, mm. that sounds good. Now, one of the beans that I absolutely love to cook uh, from dried bean, and I, to me, it, there's something magical about it, and I think it might have been that I first had it 
some time ago when I was sick. And so I tend to think that it's a very healing soup. And that is, I love my lentil soup. Oh, man. Oh, my God. And from dried lentils. Oh. Now, I don't want to wreck everybody's vegetarian uh, line of thought here. I do love lentil soup as well, but I like to throw a big ham hock in there. (laughs) And that would be good. I don't throw any meat in it, but I throw uh, lots of um, grated uh, cheddar cheese on top. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Sounds good. Um, But oh my God, the cumin in that Mm -hmm. and basil Mm -hmm. and carrots and onions and oh, Mm -hmm. it is so good. And sometimes a potato. Mm -hmm. But um, And the other uh, one I love to make from scratch with dried beans is... um, That's my my producer. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) He wants that that ham hock you're throwing in yeah she does um split pea soup and you know when i was growing up i thought there was a big difference between green pea soup and split pea soup because when we bought them as canned soups they were very different the green pea was thick and it just oh it was delicious i loved it and the split pea had pieces of peas in it and i never liked that but the green pea one was real creamy and thick and I to this day I mean I haven't had it in years but I probably would still love that canned green pea soup well one we had a neighbor years ago that made split pea soup and it reminded me of that green pea soup Mm. and so I still make it that way Mm -hmm. and it comes out I mean the spoon could stand up in it when it's when it's been sitting for a while it's Mm. so thick Sounds really good. So as long as we're on the uh, subject of bean-type things, let's talk about, you mentioned hummus. Some of you guys may not know what hummus is. Know what hummus is, yeah. Yeah, and they may not know what lentils are. So Mm -hmm. let's take a step back and and talk about hummus, which we both just adore. Adore. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, years ago, I loved eating, oh, God, a bowl of onion dip and, you know, things like that. Hummus for me has um, taken the place of yep. a dip, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's it's um, and of course they're going to know in the demo, but it's blended. Now some people like it chunky, and some people like it absolutely smooth. Mm-hmm. But it's garbanzo beans, also known as chickpeas or chichi beans, mm-hmm. and um, it is usually made so that it's really. Um, thick and smooth it has other things added like um oh, here we go sesame seeds or tahini that's roasted or peanut butter mm-hmm. cumin mm-hmm. and sometimes basil if i have a scallion around i like to add that garlic uh, garlic of course darling mm. yes indeed and some himalayan salt and a little bit of lemon juice and a little bit of water um that keeps it you know from getting too thick and keeps it so that it can get really creamy and it's just all blended up. And you know what's really good to dip into it? Most people... Yeah, my, pe- my head. You mean your head of cauliflower that you had on there? A actually, actually, that is good too. That is good, yeah. yeah. Um, but... Lime Dorito chips that you told me about that I also had been used to that you said you loved Mm -hmm. tortilla chips or Dorito chips, those lime, hint of lime. 
I was introduced to those years ago, and I started dipping them into hummus. Oh, my goodness. I use, sometimes I use rice crackers, the gluten-free ones that I can get, and vegetables, just celery sticks, carrots, cucumbers, um, broccoli. I just love all that stuff, but especially Mm. cucumbers. Oh, I love cucumbers. Uh Mm. Hey, do you know how to make, what is that called, tzatziki sauce with cucumbers? (laughs) Tzatziki? (laughs) No, I've never heard of it, actually. Oh, it's what they make with with a lot of Greek dishes, cucumbers with yogurt. Oh, is that what what that is? yes. (laughs) Okay, I I, I love it. I've never Uh made it, but I love that taste. Oh. I never have made it myself, but I really think it's great uh, when you have it in pita bread. Yes. Oh, it is. So that's hummus. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, uh, let's have some hummus among us. Oh. And so uh, lentils are little tiny flat kind of beans. I've also made a lentil salad, but they're just, you know, they're, I don't even soak them before I cook them. A lot of beans, they say soak them before you cook them. And sometimes they say dump the water out and use new water. And that is supposedly something that will help with gas. I have not done an experiment, but with lentils. <laughs> At least not that we know of. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've also heard while you're um, making your beans that could cause that uh, <clears throat> that problem, uh, I heard that you can add a pinch of baking soda. Oh, that's good. To get okay. rid of that um Get rid of that. <laughs> okay. Um, and and that helps. And it also helps to uh, stop them from foaming up. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because, boy, when I'm cooking, like, beans for baked beans, oh, my goodness, because it takes a while. You want to cook them. If you're cooking dried beans, you want to cook them until they're really tender, not not just, like, easily broken apart, but tender enough to just, you know, have it on your fork, and um, I would almost want to say to where it feels like it's like mashed potato on the inside. One thing that could only happen to yours truly here, I believe, and this is, I don't know <clears throat> anybody else that would do this. I didn't intentionally do it, but I had a, uh, a bag apparently, well, there's no no apparently about it. I, somehow, I must have done this, <laughs> uh, put a bag of dried Great Northerns in the freezer Mm. How they got in there, I don't know. They were, you know, dried. And oh. went to make mm. them last night, soak them, cook them up, and they were just paste. Oh, dear. When I was done with them. So, huh. so don't ever freeze your dried beans. I don't know why you That's would. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, and I started to freeze. I made a huge crock pot of, of baked beans from scratch mm-hmm. that I had taken to a party one time. And I had a lot left, and I wanted to freeze them. And I thought you probably could, and I don't think I ever did, but somebody was saying they weren't sure. I would think you could, though. Well, you can you? freeze them after the – for sure. You can yeah, freeze them after, after you're it. done. Yeah. Yeah, but don't freeze the dried beans. Don't, no, no. <laughs> Early, you'll no. end up with what I had, and that was nothing for supper. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I did have supper, but it was – Unfortunately, that happens. And I love green beans. Mm-hmm. And there are wondering. a lot of things. You were going to mention them, huh? Mm-hmm. Just now. What's strange is maybe you guys have the same issues uh, that I have. Well, <laughs> let's hope not some of them. But 
I there are certain foods that I like that go with green beans and, and other types yes. of beans. Um, one that I love with French cut green beans is meatloaf. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, um, <laughs> I, and I don't know why that is. A certain foods, uh, maybe it reminds me of my past or something. But yeah, um, very comforting yeah, comfort foods. Just some really neat stuff. I was in a, a Japanese restaurant the other night, and they did hibachi cooking. And we had a steak and shrimp combo, and it had a bunch of vegetables. And one of the things that was there were French-cut green beans. And they were, you know, and what makes them French-cut is that they're cut lengthwise. So they're extra thin, and I think they're cut a few times. So they're really very thin strips. And honestly, if I do buy them by the cans, those are the only ones that I really like to buy are the French-cut so good. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't usually... only time I have bought them by the can is if I was going to make that green bean casserole that's, that's so famous. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so good. I could eat a whole can of those onions, yep. those fried onions. <laughs> but well, I so will I. cook frozen green beans a lot. Yep. And I, But there's nothing like fresh green beans. That's one of my favorite oh. things to do for Thanksgiving is pop open a can of those French onions and just eat mm. it right out of the can with a little mm. <laughs> a little libation on the side. Oh, yum, yum, yum. But fresh green beans, I love to throw in some bacon mm-hmm. and some onion. And I had a friend in college who would make them, she said, the southern way, and she would throw uh, potatoes with the skin on and uh, green beans and onions and bacon and cook it all together. And, oh, my goodness, that was delicious. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Also, something that people don't like, only I don't know why they don't like them as well, is lima beans. I don't like lima beans mm, I love either. them. I, they're kind of a wider bean. Yes, they are. They're and they're like lentils, only much bigger. Yeah, I like them with quite a few things, really. I just like them. Huh? Yeah. Well, you should come here because there's a bunch of them in the freezer here, and my my that my friend has had since before I got here, and I'm like, ew, I don't like. Them. I kind of like succotash. Oh, I do which too. Which is lima beans mm. with corn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay, but lima beans by themselves, I'll eat them, but I don't like them. I don't. I don't really like them. Yeah, I think, I think I had them on the side of a. I didn't have anything else, and so I had them on the side of like a roast beef or something, and I thought they were fine. I don't really care for pinto beans. Oh, I love them. And you probably do. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. And the reason why I do is because, to be honest with you, I like pinto beans more in my chili than I do kidney. Oh yeah. You what? Say that again? No. I was kidding. <laughs> I was giving no <laughs> No, because you agreed with me, so I won't say it again. Mm-mm. She goes, oh, yeah. I did. Now, I've got, we have the whole audience to back me up. <laughs> I did, I did. I'm not going <laughs> to say it again. <clears throat> no. Um... <laughs> Oh, that's too good to leave out. That is too funny. I, well, <laughs> you just totally did a one one eighty on yourself. I can't. Now I have to go around and see where I was. <laughs> yeah. What I was saying was I I like 
pinto beans in my chili rather than kidney beans because I don't particularly care for kidney beans that much. I don't either. So I do agree. Oh, we found something to agree on in this show. (laughs) I do. I do agree, even though I said I did earlier. (laughs) Well, I hope you're following the show so far. I I hope they're following the show so far. I I see all these uh, spam emails that I used to about how kidney bean is supposed to be so good for people for losing weight or something. I don't know. But I don't care for them, really. That's that's why you need to lose weight, is because you don't care for them. <laughs> I learned to like them. <laughs> if I got committed to eating them and I didn't, and I went to avoid them because I don't like them, I would really lose a lot of weight. Maybe so. The, <laughs> I wouldn't be eating anything. Just like we're losing credibility on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are there any kind of beans we forgot? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, sure, I'm sure there are. but uh, There are. There's something like a 15-bean soup that mm-hmm. I've never I've made had. that. I've made it. Have you made it? Oh, it's, it's good. It's really good. Oh, it is. I love navy bean mm-hmm. soup. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I have one that uh, <clears throat> I make called Senate Bean. Have you ever heard had Mm-mm. Senate Bean? No. Did it pass? <laughs> <laughs> Several times. The Senate? <laughs> Oh, um, it uses one of the ingredients. Now, if you guys are interested in a Senate bean soup, Google up Senate bean soup. It's all around the Internet. And um, wow. okay. I think you'll find that you're going to like it. Now, uh, now, uh, it uses mashed potatoes in the beans soup. Ooh, I might like it. It's really good. Oh, it's one of my favorites, actually. I'll have to look it up because I, oh man, mm, no. that sounds really good. Whatever kind of beans that you can imagine <clears throat> that are out there, indulge yourself into a bunch of beans. And even though you think you might not like them, give them a try and, and try to incorporate them into your into your foods. One good thing, they are good for weight loss because if you eat enough of them, they're very fibrous. Yep. They're comforting, kind of. They are. You can um, do so many good things with them. Have mm-hmm. you had much success with black beans? I love I uh, I have just cooking them and eating them, but I haven't really <clears throat> you know, made any special dishes from them. Oh, I used to love this one restaurant's black bean soup, and I was always trying to figure out exactly what they did. And, and there is something about the way Cuban people make black bean soup that – I've had discussions with people, and and it's it's pretty involved. They use a wooden spoon, and and I don't know. There's just some uh, um, some interesting kinds of complexities to it. But mm-hmm. I'll have to look for that. Try it again. One of my favorites is uh, reef fried <clears throat> beans as well. Yeah, I'm not real crazy about. Oh, those. I could eat them by the pailful. That's how much I like oh, them. What I do, wow. what I do is put salsa on mine. Oh, now that would be good. I love salsa. Oh, mm. you might want to give I it a like try. A, yeah, I might like it that way because I like them. I do like fajitas, and I like salsa in the fajitas. And so do I. Yeah, I'm guacamole. Sh- mm. I just had some of that this afternoon. Mm. Cool. While it's cooking, we would love to know. Leave us voicemail at 206-350-8763. Email us hazelnuts at acbradio.org on twitter at acb hazelnuts i'm doing my hummus now as we said in the show hummus is 
garbanzo beans or chickpeas. And um, while I love to make it with dried beans, this time I have a can of Hanover, and I'm using a new can opener. Um, this is a new can opener that we got with a new set of knives, and it seems to be working really well. So I'm opening this can, and there we go. And what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to push the top of the can down onto the beans. And I noticed there are a couple others that didn't make it. I'm holding a few of these beans because I don't want to lose them. But I'm basically pressing the metal instead of my pedal, my metal to the pedal or my pedal to the metal or whatever that is. <laughs> I'm pressing the can lid to the rest of the beans and pushing the water out. And now I'm lifting up the lid, <clears throat> washing it off so that it can be recycled, putting it in the right-hand sink, and I'm taking this can over to my Blendtec that I used for coffee, but now it's cleaned out again for this, and I'm dumping all those beans into the Blendtec. And going to use this can as a container and I'm going to take my measuring spoons and I'm going to measure a couple of tablespoons of water and put it in this can and I'm going to walk back over here and put this into these beans, this water. There we go. And now I'm going to see what I have here that I can put in. I think I have some, whoops, I don't know what fell over. Oh, I think it was some other sesame seeds. I'm using the top of this uh, jar of sesame seeds and I'm pouring the jar of it full of seeds that are toasted because I don't have any tahini which is sesame paste and I don't have peanut butter so I'm pouring these seeds in and last time I did it it came out great so now I need some cumin some call it cumin I call it cumin um, and I didn't take it out already, so I am doing the proverbial sniffing, and I have found it. Boy, it's, I must have been a sniffing dog in another life. So I do approximately two tablespoons, give or take. I actually end up doing it more by hand. <laughs> um, I want maybe two tablespoons is a little much. Try it with... A little less probably but what you want if you add less and you make it you can add more <laughs> whereas if you add too much you can't unless you go and add another whole thing of beans <laughs> which I have done <laughs> all right now I am getting some garlic for garlicking good kinds of things 
and I'm not sure where it, here it is. Here's some garlic powder. I like, I like, sometimes I add fresh cloves of garlic. Sometimes I add, um, here's a hunk of garlic powder, and it's gotten chunky in this thing, so I don't know. So, let's see. I'm going to just get, I don't want a whole lot. I'm not putting gobs in, but again, it's a to-taste thing. So, and I know this blend tech will chop this up really good. I'm chopping it up with my fingers. I probably put in about one and a half teaspoons approximately, and I probably put in about a tablespoon and a half of cumin if you want to know the idea of measurements. It's always good to have an approximate for starting and then you can jump off and do what you want with it. So let's see. I'm also going to put some Himalayan sea salt, which, oh, is just, it's got, I think it's got 29 minerals in it. I think it's just wonderful. I'm putting just a little tiny, well, a, sort of a generous pinch of that. You know, with all this food stuff, I was talking last night with Deb Lewis, and we were talking about the many, many, many things that we read that some say use salt, some say don't, some say all this stuff, and pro and con. And as much as you know that I both respect and do nutritional things, you also know that I enjoy food and I cheat here and there and I, I enjoy a variety. And you know what? Every one of us, it's our job to be our own experts and do the best we can. And I don't know what the quote-unquote right answers are and maybe we don't know yet. I'm putting a little bit of lemon juice in. I keep meaning just like maybe a teaspoon. Um, I keep meaning to get some basil, and I don't have any. So, um, I think that might be it for now on this. Sometimes I've added a scallion. I don't have one. I'm putting the top on, and I am going to... I don't even know which setting to do. I'm going to pulse it again just because it's easy to... Gosh darn, ding dangity, close. I'm impressed. I'm just stirring it. Oh, and oh, does it smell good? Mm -mm 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 -mm. So I think it might need just well. I was thinking maybe a tiny 
eensy bit of water more, maybe just a, like, oh, maybe a minuscule. Let me taste this and see. Mm, 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 mm. Oh man, mm. I could go heavier on the on the garlic, and I could go heavier on the cumin, but I don't think I will. I'm going to get one and a half teaspoons of water, just I mean a minuscule, and I'm even walking with a teaspoon. And a half the teaspoon, one and a half teaspoons full of water. I'm walking with it and pouring it in across the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> crazy, I know. All right, so one more pulsing. one heck of a powerful motor. I think we're good. I think it's still getting some last minute chunks and I can still feel some teensy weensy little chunks but that's okay they're very tiny and so all I have to do is <laughs> um, take it out of the blender, put it in a bowl, chill it and later today have it with either some vegetables or some rice chips or pita chips or whatever. But I tend to like um, not only those lime Doritos, I like uh, Rice Works makes a wonderful gluten-free chip. And there are some that are made with seaweed that are just absolutely delicious. If you care to try them, they. Uh, my friend, I got her some one day and she ate the whole bag. I mean, they're they're they have they don't taste like they don't taste like seaweed. I've had seaweed crackers that were kind of funky, but mm, these chips are good. If you don't like them, send them to me. <laughs> if you dare to try them. <laughs> All right, it's been great. It's been great to be with you again, and so here we go, back to Randy and the hazelnuts. <laughs> Those wacky nuts, oh man. Thank you, Debbie. Barbecued beans with apple smoked bacon. Five 16-ounce cans of Great Northern beans or beans of your choice. You can also use dried beans. This assumes that you know how to cook dried beans. Dump all five cans of your beans in a colander. Rinse. Let them drain and set aside. Four strips of apple bacon, or you can use any bacon of your choice. Cook it, crumble it. One tablespoon of canola oil or the oil of choice. One diced red onion. One diced green pepper. Kosher salt and black pepper. One cup of maple syrup. A half a cup of cider vinegar. Four tablespoons of whole grain mustard. In a large pot, in the oil of your choice, saute the onions and green pepper. Add salt and pepper. Stir occasionally, about five minutes to soften. Add the barbecue sauce, mustard, maple syrup, and the vinegar. Add crumbled bacon and beans to the mix. Bring to a simmer. That's just under boiling. 
Cook uncovered. Cook about 45 minutes till all flavors have blended. Stir occasionally. The beans should thicken as they simmer. That's it. I hope you enjoy them. They're great. One final thing. As they're simmering, if you want to add a little cayenne or some hot sauce to the mix. Couldn't hurt, you know? I bet you thought we forgot, didn't you? <laughs> Fooled you. Now it's time for sound bite, bite, bite. Yeah. <laughs> bite, bite, bite. Put a lid on it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, especially when it's in a blender, because if you don't, that stuff will go flying. Good morning, everyone. I am here to make bulletproof coffee. Mommy, you said that this show is about beans. I know, but guess what? These are coffee beans. Ha ha ha. So, I even am getting to fool Randy on this one. So, bulletproof coffee is something I have been talking about for a while. Um, I'm reading a book called The Bulletproof Diet, which is something I'm not sure I want to embrace totally because there's kind of a lot to it but this idea of coffee his coffee being mold free what I am doing is I am taking three tablespoons of beans here's one and then I have another measuring spoon here that will give me two Putting that into my grinder. Seems like four has been too strong, so we're going to do it with three. And I keep my coffee, once it's opened, my coffee beans in the freezer. Kind of like, kind of like the Saturday Night Live um, obsessive compulsive. It's in a bag within a bag. <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to put the top on this grinder. Unfortunately, this grinder, something happened to it when it was in the garage too long. This, the cord that, was, that is inside of it has gotten trapped inside of it, and I can't get it out. I wonder if I stuck it in the freezer, if I could get it out. I don't know. But now I'm going to grind this for 15 seconds. Okay, boy, good thing I shut somebody's door who's sleeping, and let me see where, oh, here we go. So now I have a coffee press here, and it is a really interesting device. This is a container that has glass inside of it. It's like a, a little, it's like a container that holds, um, it actually holds close to 32 ounces. It's a glass container, but it's enclosed in a metal frame. And it has a spout on it and a handle, a rubber kind of handle. Then it has this insert that is a good, solid, rubbery, little like plate at the bottom of a long stick. 
And so I place this plate in the container with the stick and there's a little handle at the top of the stick that is right above the handle of the container and this makes it easier to get all the grinds, coffee grinds, coffee grounds <laughs> out. And so now I'm going to carefully lift, first I'm going to unplug this so I can get it over to the sink because it doesn't like to let me get this crazy, um, there we go, um, doesn't, the cord is so short because of the melting. Okay, so now I'm going to take this top off carefully because it flies, put that top in the sink. Now, oh, do these grinds smell good. Now I'm taking out the insert and I'm pouring it into this um, coffee press. There we go. And so it's a nice residue of grinds that are these beans that are very finely, they feel like coarse, coarse sand. Okay. So let's see if I can get even more out of there. There's a little more in here. I thought it would all come out, but okay. So I'm putting that in the sink washing off my hand from the residue. And now I'm taking this over to my hot water, my hot water cooler. Now what kind of a statement is that? But it's a really neat cooler that I bought not long ago. And I'm putting this on the hot water side and I'm pushing the, the button to take it off safety. And voila, getting hot water in this lovely coffee press. And the pump is now turned on to get more water up. And we're filling um, almost to where the metal is on this uh, container, which is about, oh, maybe a couple inches down from the top. We have enough hot water. So now there is a top to this press and it feels like a round screening at the bottom with, it's coated with uh, plastic that goes around it almost like in a wheel shape that holds this little screening in it. That screening is um, a coffee filter, basically. And then there's a top on the other end of this long stem. And so what I'm going to do is place this screening on the top of this uh, coffee press. And I'm going to leave the plunger. There's a plunger that's like the long stick. I'm leaving that up in the air. And I'm putting the top on so that the uh, screening is toward the top of the water and coffee grounds, and I am leaving the plunger up in the air as much as it will. It sinks down a tiny bit, but what is happening is all the grounds are loose in the water, and I'm going to let it sit for about five minutes while I do the rest of this, 
and what's happening is the flavor of the ground beans is sitting in the water and infiltrating it, infusing it, and it makes for a very full taste. Oh, it is such a full taste. It's really quite wonderful. So, while that's happening, I am going to take this high-octane oil that is high-intensity uh, uh, coconut oil, high-intensity, and he says to start with a teaspoon per person at first. Well, I did that a week ago. He says if you do too much, you'll feel jittery and maybe even a little bit nauseous. Well, yesterday, I thought we were good going up to two tablespoons, but that was a little intense for me. So now I'm going to go back. I'm going to go, since it's two people, I'm going to go to a tablespoon and one-half tablespoon, which is one and a half teaspoons. Okay, so i got my measuring spoons. I'm over my blend tack here, taking the top off. And I'm putting my, you would think this is a lot to go through for coffee. Okay, putting my one tablespoon. Now I'm going to do my one and a half. And I'm putting that in. Yeah, so that's lessened by a lessened by one and a half teaspoons because I did two yesterday, two tablespoons. That was too much. So now, the other very interesting thing about this is he says we need good healthy fats and we need grass-fed fats. So grass-fed beef, um, grass-fed butter, basically that is butter from grass-fed uh, sources. Um, so I am taking out my grass-fed um, Kerrygold unsalted butter and I am going to cut, let's see, I wonder if I have to. Basically what I want is two teaspoons of this. So um, I two tablespoons, did I say teaspoons? Two tablespoons of this butter and oh my gosh. I thought it sounded so strange when I heard this, but really it tastes, it ends up coming out like a cappuccino. Um, I almost think that this is really good just the way this is. Maybe I don't, maybe I don't have to cut it. And we, uh, one day I made it and we put cocoa and cinnamon on top. Oh my gosh. It comes out frothy. It really comes out good. Let's see. Oh, one other thing I want to add. <laughs> I knew there was something. Smelling it to make sure I got the right thing. <laughs> this is powdered. It's a protein powder and it's made of collagen and he says to give each person a tablespoon. Well, this scoop feels like about two tablespoons worth. So I'm putting a scoop of this collagen into here. Can't taste it at all. I did this the other morning for a road trip. Filled our Swell Bottles, swellbottles.com, which are incredible stainless steel 
bottles that hold up to 24 ounces. Um, and I, um, I, we filled those with our coffee and hours later it tasted really hot still and it didn't taste funky like in a thermos. In fact, the same bottle, it'll, cold, it'll hold cold items up to 24 hours and I put ice in mine and a 24 hours later it was still frozen. I mean, just amazing. I put ice and water in and I still had ice cubes 24 hours later. So this time we did it with hot water. It keeps things hot for up to 12 hours and they have all different uh, colors and oh, it's just beautiful, beautiful bottles. Okay, so swellbottles.com if you're interested. So now I'm back here at the coffee press and I would say it's been about five minutes and now I'm, I'm feeling the top of it and the, the, it's nice and warm and um, the top is securely on because we want to keep all that good flavor inside. So I feel my plunger at the top and now I'm going to slowly push down to the bottom. Wow, I did, a, I did lesser grounds today. I sure hope I have enough. All right. <clears throat> oh, and the other thing I put in is stevia. And um, I am going to grab, since we each will get, we each usually use two packets. So since I'm making it for both of us, I'm putting four packets. Two packets is equivalent to two teaspoons. So that's awfully sweet, but I'm not, I don't go for that flavored creamer that a lot of people go for. So this is stevia. Some people don't like stevia. Um, they think it has an aftertaste. I don't find that to be the case. Um, it doesn't bother me at all. And um, I'm going to use, um, yeah, I'm using four. Um, boy, I hope I didn't make this too weak. It doesn't seem like I have as many grounds as I usually have, but um, I did find it was a little too strong yesterday. Now, he recommends using xylitol instead of, well, stevia, he says xylitol or stevia. Um, the only thing I would say about xylitol is if you get too much of it, it will make you have to go to the bathroom. Um, so, all right, now I pushed down the top of this coffee press, so I'm bringing it over to the Blendtec, and I am pouring it into the Blendtec. And I pick it up again and I pour it a little more to get even more out of the grounds that are at the bottom, more of the liquid that to come through. But all those grounds are pushed down to the bottom by the top. And so that helps to filter so that the water gets through and the coffee stays at the bottom. So now I'm going to take my Blendtec cover and after I knock other things over, <laughs> so, oh, it's a piece of glass that has to go to a different place for recycling. Putting this top on, turning my Blendtec on, and then I just hold pulse, and then I'll let up and pulse again. So here we go.
and I can feel that it's been rising in there up to the top and oh it's so nice and frothy mm -mm -mm. so oh you can hear the froth oh can you yeah I think you can hear this froth oh my gosh that is how frothy it is mm. so oh and it smells wonderful so now I'm going to pour and Mm. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Mm. It is good. All right. So there you have it. It really is good, though. If you want it, go to bulletproof.com and you can get yourself some bulletproof coffee. Okay. The reason I did this coffee is because the author, Dave Asprey, believes that coffee is the richest in antioxidants, which are very good for fighting off free radicals, and uh, they take good care of us, those antioxidants. Uh, the book is a Kindle book and an Audible book. And so back to the hazelnuts, happy coffee if you choose to drink it. We are very happy to bring you this announcement. The Hazelnut Podcast is now Apple Approved. Sounds like the same sound effect we use in Soundbite, doesn't it? What does Apple Approved mean? Well, it means that you now can point your favorite aggregator to search for Cooking with the Hazelnuts. Into the search box, just type in Cooking with the Hazelnuts, and we're right there for you to subscribe. Oh boy, we're cooking and we're nutty and we're just having a great time. And if you don't want to miss Cooking with the Hazelnuts, please subscribe. And thank you. Well, that winds up show number eight. As usual, thanks for listening. Next week... You want to do brownies and baking things? Let's do that. Okie dokie. So, Yum. next week, brownies and... <coughs> baked goodies. I can hardly wait. Before we go, Deb, would you like to say anything to our audience? I don't like them. I don't, I don't really like them. Oh, there we go, talking about lima beans again, not the audience. Bye, See you next week.